Hello and welcome to Loving Me, Myself, and Life with me, Jody Musiak. And today I want to talk about being self-centered. Yes, I am totally self-centered. Now, it might not be what you're thinking right now because we've all been brought up to think that focusing, maybe I shouldn't say all, but I know a lot of us have been taught growing up that if we put ourselves first, our needs first, we were self-centered, that we were just, you know, not caring and loving. And that is totally not what I'm talking about here. Um, we've kind of, it used to be like you had to give, 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 give. And if you followed me before, you know what I'm about to say. So just say it yourself. No, I'm kidding. What I'm going to say is if you don't fill up your own cup, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. Like I grew up with a mom where she, my mom, even to this day, puts everybody first. I think she's starting to to start to, to put her, her needs first, which is so good. It's so great to see. But I know as just before I was becoming a mom, I thought I'd do the same. It's like, oh, if my mom could do everything on her own, that means I can do it too. Now, the good news is I was already along my self-love journey. Obviously, I did some healing in there as well. Um, but I had that that initial thought too. It's like, no, no, I have to take care of everybody else first. And then after having my daughter, like I remember going, no, like I need to feed myself. And it's actually, I, I breastfed both my kids actually for over two years, each of them. Uh, I did back to back actually. I was still breastfeeding when I was pregnant with my son. Anyways, you don't need to know my whole birth, uh, <laughs> my uh, whole breastfeeding story. However, um, right there was a really good example. If I was going to produce food for my children, I needed to eat good, healthy, awesome food first. I couldn't not, I couldn't feed them first and then hope that they'd have food and then feed myself after. I needed to feed first so I could produce. So it's that for everything in life. And I'm sorry, guys, if, if you're listening, <laughs> um, I'm sure there's another take on it from a guy's perspective. Um, but I'm a woman and a mom. So here is my perspective. Um, we got to take care of ourselves first. Um, actually, here's a good example we can all relate to is, and it's been said before in all the self, um, care, um, things is, you know, it's the, the oxygen mask in the airplane. They always say, put your mask on first, because like, if you don't get that oxygen, you're not going to be able to help your kids or the people beside you. Same thing. Um, I try to do a little bit more gentle, but it's the same idea, right? Uh, even in life death, death, death situations, you put your mask on first. So why wouldn't that be any different in our lives, taking care of ourselves so we can take the care of the other ones around us? I've mentioned in other podcasts, I know when I'm not at my best, when I'm grumpy and growly, and my kids don't need to have a growly, grumpy parent. I'm going to be like that. I am human, but like the more grumpy I am, I'm like, Ooh, mommy needs a break. Like that's when I go and I'm, I tell my husband, I'm like, I need to go have a bath or I need to, can you take the kids out for a little bit or whatever it may be? Be like, I need to have a break. And it is so important to realize that. So yes, it becomes this point of like, we're self-centered. We need to focus on ourselves. The center of everything we do is ourselves. And that's where I my take on self-centered is. We're centered in the middle of everything in our lives. You know, I am the center of my kids' lives right now. 
Now my daughter is getting to know the other like a little bit more that, you know, there's more world than, than myself and my husband and our home because she's in grade two. But I am at the center. I am, you know, I keep the, the life flowing and the happiness and the love going for my kids. I am their center. I am their, their focal point. I am what lifts them up and keeps them going. And I hope I have that, I'm do, you know, I do that with my husband and, you know, vice versa. It doesn't mean we need to lean on each other fully, but like I am the center of what makes my life move forward. So yes, I'm self-centered because I put myself first so I can help and, and, and do all these other things like with everybody else, including this podcast. So, um, and another podcast that I recorded, um, I was mentioning how I almost like wanted to give up on my business and things like that. And I realized I wasn't centering myself. I wasn't focusing on myself. And that's when I'm like, Ooh, I need to journal, um, and get these feelings out and really get to the bottom of it and to get really clear and just, you know, lean on guidance and things like that. You know, we all have that inner voice too. And I wasn't listening to it. So that's really where self-centered comes in. When we center and focus on ourselves, then we can really hear our intuition and we can start um, living our lives from a more centered, loving place. So the next time if somebody says you're self-centered, try not to feel so upset. Or maybe you're like, oof, like you have that knee, like, or that gut reaction where you think like, oh my goodness, what are they thinking of me? Start looking inward and be like, is this something, like what am I feeling about this? Like, are you are you doing things that you're not thinking about others? Like there is a time and place like taking care of ourselves where, you know, if you're doing something that is harming somebody else to, for your own pleasure, that isn't self-love because we're all connected in this world. And if you're hurting somebody else to help you, you're not really helping yourself either. So there's a time and place that like really look within. And if somebody says calls you self-centered and you feel bad about it, just look within. Is it coming from a place from your childhood where, you know, those negative thoughts around that word? Or are you worrying about what other people think of you more? I know I've been there and I still have those moments. I know I did a whole podcast on people pleasing and things like that. And it's just understanding where those feelings come from. Or maybe somebody just thinks that self-love is a joke or self-care even. If you look up some some definitions of self-care and self-love, some of them are not flattering. But it's like, well, who wrote this? You got to do what feels good to you. And obviously, like I said, without harming others, as long as it doesn't affect other people in a negative way. Most of the time though, if you are focusing on your own self-love and really bettering your relationship with yourself and you're taking time to care for yourself, you are not going to affect people's lives in a negative way. You're only going to make them better. Now, obviously, if you're a parent or you're taking care of some children and they're young, it's about finding somebody to help and support you in the parenting so you can take a break. You know, it's not leaving your children to just fend for themselves if, they, if they're if they at an age where they, they can't yet. 
but it's having, it's asking for help and having the support around you so you can take time for you. So it's not, you know, letting your kids starve or anything like that, or, you know, neglecting them. It's about finding, finding help. Like there's so many levels of, of self-care. Um, but when you're focusing on the relationship with yourself, you're going to do more things from a place of love because you know you're worthy. Your confidence level will like skyrocket because you know that you matter, that you deserve time for yourself. And the more space you allow for yourself to have that conversation uh, with yourself and grow and learn about you and why these feelings come up, the more often you can catch yourself when these feelings might take on like a life of their own and you could, you know, explode on somebody else because of something because you left something under the surface or you might be able to catch yourself a little bit more often before taking it out on somebody else. Now, maybe you still will take it out on somebody else. It's just understanding when it happens that you need to just look inward and recenter yourself and figure out what's going on there. I've said it before, self-love is not a destination. It's a journey. We're all on a journey. And why not take yourself along for the ride? One of the greatest and most amazing relationships that you'll ever have, and the, the one you'll have the longest, is with yourself. So why not get to know yourself now so you never feel lonely again? I know for so many years I was chasing relationships or thinking I wasn't whole until I had a man. It's like, oh, if, you know, so-and-so likes me or if I have a boyfriend, I am now worthy um, and I'm, I'm good enough or whatever it was that I, like, I felt like I had a void. And when I realized that, you know what, I don't need a man in my life to feel complete or to be whole. I am whole just as I am. Relationships are just to have this other person in your life to lean on and to spend time with and make memories with. It's not about completing you or making you feel whole. You need to do that on your own. But it, it's always more fun to enjoy the ride with somebody else. And that's what that's about. So if you're single right now, one of the best things I encourage you to do is really start building a relationship with yourself. And the rest will follow. Because if you've listened to my stories before, I think I shared it way at the beginning of this podcast of kind of why my inspiration for creating this podcast and even my business in general is I way back in 2009, at the very beginning of the year, I came to that conclusion where I was okay without a man for the first time in my life. And I was like crazy teenage girl where I wanted a man. I had like all these little crushes and all these, like I was cray, like boy crazy, like cray, cray, crazy. For the first time in my life, I was just turned 25 that year and, or the year before, like, so just before the new year, because my birthday's in November, I finally felt this weight lift off my shoulders you know, the shackles that I've been keeping to myself where I had to have somebody in my life to validate 
that I was good enough and that I was lovable and, and things finally came off. And a week later after saying that, I met my now husband. Now, it was so funny too because I didn't have this need to prove anything. I didn't have this need to prove my love, to prove myself or anything. And he actually had to work pretty hard to start dating me because I was so blindsided by it because I kind of, I didn't give up men, but I just felt like this empoweredness come over me. I'm like, I am so amazing just as I am without a man. Like I felt so good. So I wasn't looking for anything, but love found me because I was ready because I finally felt whole and complete on my own. And it was the most beautiful experience. You know, he became my ballroom uh, dancing partner first. And uh, it was just really incredible. We were both doing something we loved, taking ballroom dances, ballroom class uh, classes together, ballroom dance classes together. So it was a really beautiful, beautiful thing. So it's incredible what can happen in your life when you focus on yourself first. So it is okay to be self-centered, again, as long as you're not hurting anybody else in the process. And if you're doing it right, you're actually going to have other people benefit from it on so many amazing levels. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye for now.